Season 4, Episode 16, March the 16th, 2022. Hi, I'm Lewis Lampley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode, I will continue to expound on these five words, Lord, teach us to pray. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus said to his disciples, When you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Before you ask Him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And on and on and on. Prayer is coming to God, telling Him our need or the need of others. Committing our way unto the Lord and then leaving, get that, leaving him to deal with the case has seen him best. This leads God to answer the prayer in whatever way he sees fit. And often his answer may be the very opposite of what would be most acceptable to the flesh. Yet, if we have really, really left our need in his hands, it will be his answer nevertheless. Two examples. John chapter 11, verse 20 to 48, regarding the sickness of Lazarus, and 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10, regarding Paul's thorn in the flesh. So far, we have examined nine principles of effective prayer. Those principles are praise, waiting, confession, scripture praying, watching, intercession, petition, thanksgiving, and singing. In today's episode, we will add the 10th principle, meditation is the 10th principle in effective prayer. Meditation is the act of spiritual evaluation. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 and 9, Yahweh said to Joshua, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. He said, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage, and of good courage. Do not not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So this act of spiritual 
evaluation called meditation helps the believer to discover how to apply all the truths of God that God has revealed to him or her during that prayer time. Here's some practical ways to apply the principle. One, select the theme for your time of meditation, applying full attention to the specific areas of spiritual thought. Two, allow your mind to wander within the framework of your chosen theme. Ponder all of the aspects of the theme carefully in reference to God. Three, ask questions about this theme that might lead you to even an uh, even deeper mental study of the subject. And four, bring scripture into the phrase, the phases of meditation, I should say. This strengthens your awareness that God's word is the necessary foundation for all meaningful spiritual thought. God's word is the object of our meditation. Blessed is the man who walk not in the counsel of the ungodly or the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the law of Yahweh, and on his law he meditates day and night. Psalm 1, verse 1 and 2. In another place, the psalmist said, My eyes are awake before the watches of the night, that I may meditate on your promise. Psalm 119, verse 148. Here's another word. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Again, that's Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. And also, Paul tells Timothy to practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. Meditation is valuable, and I want you to listen for some of these values. It's valuable because it brings understanding. The psalmist said, My mouth shall speak wisdom. The meditation of my heart shall be understanding. Psalm 3. Spiritual satisfaction. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. Psalm 63, verse 5 and 6. It's also valuable in terms of superior knowledge. The psalmist said, I have more understanding than all my teachers. For your testimonies and my meditation. Psalm 119, verse 99. Also for frequency of meditation. It's a key to loving God's word. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Psalm 119, verse 97. At evening, I meditate on it. And so we see Isaac, he went out in 
the field to meditate toward the evening. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, there were camels coming. Genesis chapter 24, verse 63. And at midnight, my eyes are awake before the watches of the night, that I may meditate on your promise. Psalm 119, verse 148. So meditation is valuable, and we should do that. We should do that. Lord, teach me to meditate. Oh, for a closer walk with God, a calm and heavenly frame, a light to shine upon the road that leads me to the Lamb. Meditation, like no other spiritual discipline, will cultivate a sense of calm closeness with your Father as you and I meditate on His Word day and night. Psalm 1, verse 2. Again, meditation is valuable. Let's do it. Lord, teach me to meditate. Here is, I believe, an appropriate praise response. It comes to us from Psalm 33, verse 3 and 4. Sing to him a new song. Pray skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord, the word of Yahweh is right. And all his work is done in truth. With the psalmist David, we can request to the Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Well, that's it for now. I'm wishing for you an amazing day. So cheer up and be glad in it. Good day. Thank you.